Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do the review and stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today like normal is Juliana. Say hello Juliana. Hello everyone. And um, yes today, oh we just finished recording a podcast. Yes we did. Uh, about Ursula K. Le Guin. And she is a female author writing sometimes very explicitly feminist um, short stories in the collection I was reading. Yep. And um, let's now talk about the opposite of Ursula K. Le Guin, Greg Bear. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing feminist about him or anything like that. I'm just saying the the whiplash going from that one, that, like this short story collection with all this feminist stuff yep. and driving straight into Greg Bear, who is like the opposite ends of all the different spectrums that Ursula K. Le Guin is on. Okay. Uh, let's get into it. So here we Wh- go. Where's he from? Uh, doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Let me go into this. So people on here, on the, the SFBRP listener group on goodreads.com. Yes. It's like the best way for people to get me to read something. Because if you say, hey, you should read this. And other people say, yes, I also think you should read this. I will read it. For example, I think you should read The This by Adam Roberts, says Ori and Ryan. And Ori and Ryan both recommended various Adam Roberts, The This or The Thing Itself yeah. books. And, and I got to did. reading it. Yes. But just before then, someone said, uh, let me have a look here. I can't find the first one. Oh, here it is. I saw that you've only reviewed one book by Greg Bear. He is an amazing author. I highly recommend Blood Music and Anvil of the Stars. Uh, And then Lindsay wrote, Moving Mars is also brilliant. Uh, And then he says, I saw Goodreads. It's the third in the supposed series, starting with Queen of Angels and stuff like that. And then someone said, Moving Mars is... Is the one he's read. So that's the the one novel that I've read and reviewed by Greg Bay is Moving Mars. Right. Read it twice. Fond memories from the first time reading it. Yeah. Read it the second time. Okay-ish memories. Okay. And then the, you sort of say, Blood Music, I gave three stars. I didn't like Blood Music when I read it back y- in you. whenever. Yeah, but I'm, now again. You, you yourself, this me. is not reading this out This is now me. He okay, re- you he, read he Blood wrote, Music. Yeah, I read Blood Music and yeah. it, it's from... Oh, man, they always do this. 1985. Yeah. I obviously read it in the 19, 1990s or something yeah. when I was getting into science fiction, going through some backlogs of authors' novels. Didn't enjoy it. Also, yeah. I listened to Darwin's radio. No, no, no. Now you're reading out. A- oh, yeah. Now Amy says, I listened to Darwin's radio in 2021, but didn't. But it didn't make much of an impression. Um, I read Blood Radio probably blood like, radio sorry darwin's radio i'm getting mixed up between yes. blood music and darwin's radio when did darwin's radio 1999 i read that kind of when it came out yeah because that was the time when i would just buy books and new books Whatever. all the time yeah yeah yeah. i mean i i've always bought new books but it was one of the ones i read it and i was like wow that is one of the most disappointing books that i've read <laughs> okay to the point where when i was reading calculating god I was like, this reminds me of all the stuff that I didn't like about blood. Uh, sorry, about Darwin's radio. Okay. Like just the idea of just go, no, I'm not saying just calculating God. I'm talking about like, you know, R- Robert J. Sawyer. And this is kind of person who's like, oh, I'm just going to do it. I've got an idea. And they just start writing and it gets to the end. And you're like, you never had a story, did you? You just had like an idea. Right. And there wasn't actually a story. It was just the story was somebody finds out about something. Okay. That's going to change the world. And I don't know. I can't even, don't even want to say about it. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to read some Greg Bear, let me pick a book that I actually know I like, that I've read before and that I can get into a fond memories of a book. Okay. Eon, The Way, number one by Greg Bear. 
first published 1985. You've read this before. I've read it. At least, yes, I've read it before, once before. Here's the thing. In the novel, which is one of my favourite recent ro- novels, Salvation, yeah. uh, the, the first book in the Salvation trilogy by Peter F. Hamilton, yeah. there's this section where he's sort of like, he does the big dumb object arriving mm. and people going and exploring it yeah like every section of that book he's doing he's doing his i'm hyperion stuff so it's set into like seven people telling stories and each one of them is like set in is he's like using the tropes and the ideas of a different science established science fiction world or idea or concept yeah like one of them is a detective story but also with portals another one is you know something you know like a different idea one's more of a planetary uh, adventure one's a spy story and one of them is they go into a big dumb object and there's a, a, a large large centrifugal gravity object in earth orbit or moon orbit or wherever it is spinning there and he goes in and there's different chambers and he's got to go from chamber one to chamber two to chamber two to chamber three and then going through these passageways and working their way through it and i'm like all right he's doing you know rendezvous with rama and also very specifically eon by greg bear where uh, something arrives in the solar system yeah and you know comes into moon uh, moon orbit Mm mm-hmm and they're like, what's this? And you send up some scientists and they go in and they discover a chamber and then they discover another chamber. It's like, oh, seven chambers in a row. And what's at the end of the seventh chamber? In And, and so this is literally... When you go into salvation, when you when I was reading this, I'm like, I know what's going. I know what's going to be at the end of the seventh chamber, or like in the last chamber mm. in this spinning centrifuge, because I've read the book Eon. And in the same way that if you've read Hyperion, you it's like Hyperion is a guide to salvation. Yeah. It, and in these different sections in the book, if you've read enough of the science fiction, which he's referencing in those very yeah. cleverly, yeah. it's a guide for you to kind of know, either know what's coming up, but also appreciate what's going on yes. more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it gets to the end and there's a twist and I'm like, no, wait, it should be this. And then that was the twist. Like, you know, but you only know it's a twist if you've read Eon. Whereas when you get to the the seventh chamber in in this this spinning thing that arrives in Earth's story. In Eon. In Eon. Yeah. You get to the seventh chamber and there's a revelation about what's in the seventh chamber. And you're like, this is amazing. It is like really fun science fiction. Mm. And I remember when we... As I was reading Salvation, I was remembering how much I enjoyed the journey through the different chambers and what's in this chamber and what's in that chamber, what's in this chamber Mm -hmm. and what's going to be in the seventh chamber and why is it such a big secret? Yeah. And I was remembering Eon and going, ah, I really, I remember really enjoying this sensation of going through the different chambers in this thing. And reading it for the first time before Salvation. Yeah, and yeah. then in salvation, that's what I'm saying. You, like, Having added, read, and yes. this is this is what I really like about the the references that are in these these novels. You know, like uh, the, the novels. Like for example, we were reading Alistair Reynolds. What was his latest one about the people going to the ice into the ice, and you were like crying at the end. But if you've read, if you've already read um, Cloud Atlas, you're like, oh, I'm getting more out. You know, you get more yeah. out of it. Yes. it's not saying, and now I will do my version of Cloud Atlas. Yeah. it's not doing that. But if you've read Cloud Atlas you get more out of you get more out of the thing yes. you know and in this case because i've read eon i was getting more out of the out of salvation that section of salvation and when at the end of that again there was like a twist and then another twist but one of those twists are only a twist if you've read eon because yeah. you're expecting something at the end and you're like and then in the seventh chamber i found this and mild spoilers and you're like 
wait, is that all you found? And everyone's like, wait, is that all you found? And it turns out that person's lying. And you're yeah. like, oh, right. Okay, the twist is that he did find... There was something interesting, but he's lying about what he found. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there's this... But you wouldn't have been expecting something really big unless you've read Eon. Right. And it's really weird for me to dance around this because I'm not wanting to spoil Salvation. Yes. And not wanting to spoil Eon for the people who've not read it. Yes. Anyway, so I thought... I'm going to read Eon because okay. of recently reading Salvation. Like I read Salvation, then I went back and read Hyperion. Yeah. You know, and uh, and uh, and what was the other story that I, I also reread the the first short story of Hyperion as well? But I think it was a different novel. Oh yeah, it was the um, Simon Jimenez, um, the one one of those books, the yes. Vanished Birds or something. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. wait. He's just doing this first short story in Hyperion. And then I went back and was like, oh, it's this short story. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, yes, it's fun. So anyway, went back, started this story. And you listened to it as an audiobook. I got it as an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, halfway through, I asked for my credit back. And oh, no, I, and I audible, audible credit back. And I'm like, this is not a book for me. Not Really not enjoying it. Okay. Um, Why? First of all, all of the thing that I remember about enjoying this from, you know, I read this book like maybe 1995. So I'm thinking back many years. Yes. Let's say 25 years. Let's be generous and say I read this book first time 25 years ago. I have 25-year-old memories. Or put it this way. No, it's when, 35 years. What? From 1995? No, this book is from 1985. I read uh, it probably, okay. I probably read it 1995 right. or whenever. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the okay. 90s. I got confused. So, so yeah. in the 90s, I read this. So uh-huh. when I was reading Salvation more recently, mm-hmm. I was thinking back to this, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So all of my memories are 25 years old. And I was... And, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. They go from this chamber to this chamber and they find out what's going on. That, all of that is over in the first, you know, five chapters of this book. Oh, 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 okay. It's so not, I thought that's this not book what the book is about. about. No, this book, that's all set up right at the start. One person goes in and doesn't know what's in the seventh chapter. Like, it's like this thing arrives. Yeah. And then one person goes in and they're not even the people that she, she's not even the person who's discovering what's in there. There's already a whole scientific community up there. She's just a mathematician that they're bringing up and she's then discovering it. So it's not even like the, it's not even that we're with the first person discovering it. Yeah. It's we're with the, you know, with I don't, I don't know what to say. Like it's uh, yeah, somebody finding stuff out that's already been found out, but not talked about. What's that? But not but talked that about. Being, but it's level seven secret or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Level five, mm-hmm. extra level secret, and she's got that, so she can actually go through that. And I say, like, well. That's really unsatisfying because, again, I already remember what this is. I remember what the twists are. I know what's in, I already know what's in, like, I can remember what is in, you know, chamber one, two, four, six, and seven or whatever yeah. it is. And so, and I was, and I remember vividly reading these descriptions sort of like, oh, and this, you know, this, this first city was like this but in the second chamber there was a city but if it's a sphere then there's less gravity in the middle so if you build high enough the things that are at the top of the building they are exerting less stuff so the building can be different shapes if right. you know what I mean because yeah. once you get high yeah. so you can string things in different... and I was remembering I was like yeah this is this has informed every bit of knowledge that I have about large rotating centrifugal you know space yeah, yeah, habitats yeah, yeah. Yeah. it all comes from like it comes from this and that's all finished up with the first five chapters Oh, is like it? the first, yeah. What? Okay. How how long is the audio? I don't even know how long the audiobook is. Let me quickly go here. I oh, know because I returned it, so now it's not in my Audible library. Either way, and I was really disappointed. I was like, oh, that's all finished up already. Like okay. I'm done. Like I'm that's done. I'm done with it. And you didn't care what comes after. It's just like bullshit, like Cold War stuff. Okay. And there's Russians, and then at one point they're like, oh, let's just have a massive, uh, you know, nuclear apocalypse back on Earth. But this was written in the 1980s, where this was sort of like a yeah, real yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay. And now I'm reading it, sort of like, oh yeah, you, 
I remember now that was like Earth Apocalypse of Nuclear Holocaust was like minor plot points along the way to just get the story away. That's what it used to be. Like because uh. it was like it didn't now you would have to really explain why people are so stupid that we're going to do, you know, mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Uh, and now, now it feels like that'd have to be explained. But in the 1980s, you could just be like, "Oh, a nuclear war happens." And you're like, "Oh, yeah, something of course. happened, and, it, and somebody pressed a button." Yeah, something happened, and it didn't even. And I was, like, oh, and I was just really unsatisfied. Mm. Um, so anyway, let me go and have a look at my review. And this is it, my one star review. Have fond memories of a book from the 80s that you read in the 90s when you were maybe 15 years old. All caps. Don't read it again. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. The least disappointing thing is that it's merely badly written, but worked well enough with his zeitgeist. You know, at the time, it was good enough so it could skate by. Yeah. In the same way that all of the books that we read now, again, this is not me in my review that I posted, but like in the same way that now... We are going through the same thing. We go thing, through the same thing. You're like, oh, Murderbot's not very good. Ah, oh, but it's, 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 it's in the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. It's the thing. It's yeah. talking about, you know, brains and computers and gender and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. it, it can skate by with bad writing just because it's hitting the right themes the middling disappointment comes from a story that felt exciting or new when it was written but has been surpassed by more recent explorations in yeah. the same way like you know yeah. hey did you read hey did you read salvation you don't need to read this again even if you've got good memories of this don't go back and read the source material mm. or the reference material that peter F. hamilton is 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 referencing here yeah and this is the worst disappointment comes from finding racism sexism and questions like wait is the main character going to rape someone so that's it. You go back and read these books that are written by, I'm guessing, American white male authors in the 1980s. And it's just full of unexamined everything, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you say, the opposite of what Ursula K. Le Guin was doing, yeah. which is sort of like talking about this kind of stuff. And there's this main character called Linnea, I think his name, something, Greg Linnea. Maybe not Greg, that's because that's his name. Whatever his name is, Lance Linnea, whatever. He's like the administrator up there. And he's like our main character. And I'm like, why are we spending time with this guy? What's important about him and then he goes back down from this like goes down to earth and there's this whole section about him like oh i haven't had sex in so long let's get let's order some prostitutes in and they arrive at the room and i'm like wait and it's all like mm, sex isn't very fulfilling i'm like what's this book why are we spending so much time with the sex driver of this random administrator guy and then oh, okay. and then they're like ah oh, but then this other main character is the woman and she's a like a, a doctoral thesis and she's very good at you know whatever is needed you know whatever the science is that's gonna go up there and she's got like a, a boyfriend and she and then I was like ah oh, and then he's probably dead from all of the and then I was like eh and I was like, and one of these weird things I was like oh he's building up a connection between the, the prostitute guy and the, the young woman who's got a love but she is loved and it's just one of those things and then at one point I'm like he's sort of like oh no no I'm in this thing and they're going along you know in this capsule and there's just four of them in the capsule and he's like really horny and he's sort of like oh maybe i just need to go in there and start fondling her and i'm like whoa whoa back off back off what's this like why are we spending so much time with the sex urges of this guy like and i couldn't remember this from when i read it when i was 15 years old yeah because you except for one scene old. which i do re remember and even when i was 15 or teenager when i read this book for the first time i was like wow that sex scene was wildly implausible <laughs> you know what i mean um and and yeah and then and, and i'm just sort of like i i don't want to be constantly questioning if one of the main characters in my book is going to rape somebody or not yeah. in this weird way and then at one point 
he they go into this place and he's sort of like, oh, I'm having real trouble. No, no, she says, oh, what's up with you? Ah, yeah, half Chinese. So there's some like Orient, Orient, Orientalists, um, Orientalists. Mm. What am I trying Lots to say? Of isms. Whatever the whatever the like um, whatever the racism is towards Asian women that they're exotic and beautiful, uh, but but it, in that you think is in a positive way, but it's just it just racist and sexist in the same way in the same in the same swooping, um, all encompassing yeah. ism basket. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's sort of like, "I'm really horny," and she's like, "Really? Who for?" And he's like points a finger you and she's like great and she just strips off and has sex with them right there and i'm like that's not how humans work like i don't understand what? yeah i just and i was reading this i'm going i can't deal with this like up until now i've been really worried that this person is just gonna rape somebody like i'm I, honestly well that's the way of getting around the rape yeah is the person the, the him just to say i'm really horny who for you let's fuck and i'm like it just and then I was like, oh, so that's how you, that's how you bypass it, and then sort of like, oh, and they just fucking it's very business yeah, it's like, like, well, you should tell me because we've got a place up, we've got a whole group of us up here, and you was on the outside of the group, and and I was sort of like, how, like, what are we, where, and it's sort of like, oh yeah, all these authors from back then, like these white American, again, I don't want to say all white American authors, but it's it's it felt very much like that because other authors have done the same kind of thing where you're like, oh, our main character just happens to get the most beautiful exotic girl, and then like I'm looking at you, yeah. And all it had of to, these authors. It had to to avoid this the rapiness. It had to be consent. consensual. But it, it didn't. I don't know. It's sort of like don't have workplace fl- things with your subordinates, even if they're like, yeah, I've been waiting. Like, and I'm just sort of like, why? And and it honestly got to the point where I was sort of like, this is destroying my enjoyment of the rest of the story. Yeah. You know why? And also, do we... the rest of the story already happened. Yeah, and all the, and all the no, actually, I did remember stuff that ha- okay. didn't happen that was coming up later in the I book. I just want to see What's Greg up? Bear. Greg Bear, like again, it doesn't like he probably died a few years ago. He's, he wrote this when he was like in his sixties, probably, and he died when he was ninety. Like again, I yeah. don't like he died uh, November nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, so recent, recently died. Yeah. Either way, it's like, oh, are you going to show me a picture? Yeah, like I could have just clicked on his name here and seen a picture. Look, yes. there's a picture of him right there. Yes. I didn't even have to get up yeah. there. So, yeah. look, I don't have problem with people writing, again, bring it back to Peter Hamilton in his Night's Dawn trilogy, which is the, uh, you know, the, what was it, the Joshua Calvert penis adventures that that first book <laughs> yeah. was. Like, I don't have, like, a pro- like necessarily a problem no, no, no. with yeah, it, that or male context, fantasy. Different kind of, yeah. Yes, like I've had... I, I don't want to bring it back to myself, but like, I, like it when I'm in my own head, when I'm like trying to get a date with, you know, an Asian girl or various girlfriends that I've had who who are, you know, one uh, from Hong Kong mm. and one from like like not from there, but like you know, uh, one of them was adopted from Hong Kong. Right. Another girlfriend was Vietnamese, but French Vietnamese, so like not from Vietnam, like mm. from France, but you know, her parents Vietnamese or whatever like that. But it's not like I'm in my head, and I'm not seeing them as a as a like this like this sex. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like I don't know what it's like to be in another man's head, and then I'm in some other man's head, and him looking at someone, and I'm like ah. like i don't know like even looking back to my 15 year old self and my other i don't even know what i'm trying to say here but like looking back to all of my past relationships and every woman that i've ever had sex with and every relationship i've had i don't recognize any of what's going on with this guy in any of my past experiences but just i don't 
find it sexy and I don't find it appealing. Yes. And it's just sort of like, Wah! Yes. But just imagine that now from a woman's perspective. Yeah. Can how you can imagine any, how? <laughs> like, how can any... But here's the thing. I just The previous review, I'm going to have to publish these at the same time because my review of the previous episode with Ursula K. Le Guin was addressing some of these things in her book, yeah. in her stories. And, you know, you could do the gender flipping thing and what is it? what would it be like for males to be sex objects? What would it be like for males to be sex slaves? Oh, and also women sex slaves. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that one. You know, yeah. all of those different things yeah. is addressed and acknowledged and fairy tales is their rape in fairy tales it's like yeah. turns out a lot of fairy tales are about that you yes. know or not all of them but there's a lot of that kind of stuff going in and you're like oh right Ursula K. Le Guin can, oh, she's so good in observation yeah, she, yeah. no it's just like, not even that just sort of like basically competent people competently writing stuff yeah. can put icky stuff in a story yeah. but like acknowledge that there's icky stuff here rather than Luke questioning I don't think you're a good enough writer that you're putting this in with any self-reflection at all and what is your sexual fantasy like I don't want to read Greg Bear's sexual fantasies about being stuck in a small spacecraft with you know someone who's half Asian or whatever right it's like ah you know yeah, what I mean exactly. uh, and that's just that's the minor part of the sex some of the sexism right. and a minor part of the racism in this book yeah and a minor part of the bad writing so anyway I say uh, there's these three ways of being disappointing badly written dated and like oops too much sexism racism for me to overlook and enjoy the story not to yeah. overlook but to deal with you know yes. there's plenty of other stories that i can read and go wow that's really dated and the yeah especially you know, from our point of view now yeah the gender the gender stuff's outdated mm-hmm. the racism stuff's outdated but it's it's you know like even the most some of the most racist authors and you read tarzan of the apes or something and i'm like oh yeah three and a half star book and you're like also one of the most racist books i've ever read but storytelling wise and interesting wise yeah. and historically yeah. interesting you, enough put it into the context yeah. it, 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 even is, in its own context yes that you can get enough enjoyment out of some very very dated works yes um, and that's not even to say me reading, listening to the Odyssey again. And there's sort of like, oh, yes, and let's just kill all the women slaves. And you're like, wait, that wasn't their fault. Kill the women slaves. And I'm like, wow, talk about dated, but still managing to get enjoyment out of something. Yeah. But this was disappointing on all three levels. So you gave it back. I gave it back. Very few novels stand the test of time. I'm not sure why I expected this one to hold up. Thank you very much to all the people in the SFBRP listener group on goodreads.com. Please keep recommending books. Some of them will be really great and I really enjoyed reading them or got a lot out of them, like The This by Adam Roberts. Some of them are just going to be more white American 1970s to 1980s authors who are dated and their books weren't even that good from the time, but they had a few good short stories worth of ideas. But I don't want to read those short stories worth of good ideas spread out into whole novels. Because, well, they've got a publishing deal. Padded with other weird stuff. Padded with sexism and racism and weird sex scenes, which I'm like, is this this anybody's sex fantasy that I'm reading now? Like, if there's a sex scene, I want it to be hot or interesting or new or, like, make me feel something which isn't... Or if you want me to make me feel that way... It needs to be explicit. Explicitly put it in the book for me to be like, and now this is happening and look away. And now this is weird. And I know it is weird. And I want this to be weird. Listen to this with your fingers in your ears until it finishes and then go, oh, right, I can relax again now. But I don't want that in the middle of some fun, hard science fiction caper story where, oh, we go here and we go there and there's a fight there and we go here, you know, like adventure stories. Yes. Like, yeah, it needs to be like 
if it is, it needs to be like a proper exploration, like Ursula K. Le Guin yeah, does it. It like, can be done, like in both ways. It and can again, be done in that's why I want. Work that's way. why I wanted to follow up that podcast with this podcast. Go yeah. back and listen to my thoughts on Ursula K. Le Guin because she's just really good at writing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Even even her worst stories yeah. are better than Greg Bear's best stories. Oh, put it this way: the the story, the novel of maybe the five or six Greg Bear novels that I've ever read, the yeah. story that I remember with the most fondness, which was this one turns out all of that fondness was reflected through peter f hamilton doing a better job with it or like using this as using some of the ideas as and, and tropes or whatever as as source material yeah and it turns out i don't need to go back and reread it oh to have the font uh the the what is it the confidence of a mediocre white man yes yes <laughs> i wish i had as a mediocre white man i'm so pleased that i have the confidence of a mediocre white man but at least i have the confidence of a mediocre white man who is self-aware of his own mediocrity yes i'm totally fine with in all my areas of life being in that middle of the pack if you know what i mean and i'm totally cool with that i'm totally good of having a like a long-running but ultimately disappointingly small podcast like like i just i just know that it's it's fine and i'm good with that it's good i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be nominated for any awards we don't want that no Uh, i don't want the attention yep so uh, you gave back this book. No rating on this book. Yeah, but the thing by, is I, the, by this podcast, it will appear on the yeah, episode list. Yeah, one star. Sorry about that, Greg Bear. One star. And most of that one star is just but now... Are you really sorry for him? No, no, no because yeah. he's dead and yeah. he's published. No, I don't care. Again, this is, this is not a, a, a podcast for authors. I apologize for nobody for dragging anyone's book or any criticism. Yeah. Their reward is that they got a publishing deal and were paid for their book. Yeah, that's and it. that's it. After that... It's not my job to be kind to them or anything like that. Also, everybody who rates this book highly, what are you thinking? Like, if you're reading this now in 2023, like, what what book are you reading now? Like, like oh, oh, oh. I'm sure people are really good at, at abstracting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is what has to happen in a, with a book like that. You have to be able to, to not read too deep and to accept that that was the level of fun and the level of but here b read it here good goodreads friend here b has reviewed i don't know if it's he or she it's a cat in the in the in the, in yeah. the thing here reviewed 412 books so obviously well read four stars i this was good i didn't expect it i've heard about greg bear for years but this was my first read and i loved it big concept sci-fi like they only wrote 30 years ago oof wait it's 40 years damn i feel old this book was written when i was one mad and i'm like yeah, like if this is the first time that you're coming across this big idea, that big idea is now big enough to sustain a whole novel. Yes, it, and that's what I'm saying. It's not for me. You, you overread all the other weird things. Yeah, yeah. All I've got left is going, oh, this isn't very well written. Mm. Oh, all the good stuff's in the first few chapters and then yeah. it gets bogged down. Yeah. Oh. And I think that has also something to do with you having read it before. Yeah, of course. And so you have been over the... Uh, oh, this is this is new for me. I have not never read this. And th- yeah. this person obviously uh, came yeah. across this. Isabel, DNF. I started to get bored when I was only third of the way through. Didn't finish. Yeah. Uh, Hollow Man, one star. I got lost in this book. And I mean that pejoratively. Yeah. Too much complex techno world building. Um, and then, so uh, uh, again, uh, what's wrong with me, Greg Bear fans? I finally finished this after it seems to be, oh, an eon. Okay, so that's a very good book. It took him an eon to read. Certainly feels like an eon, says says Lawrence, reading in 2022. So also other people yeah, have yeah, the yeah. same That's impression. what I'm saying. Like, of, yeah. uh, like, one, like two people rated it four stars. 
two people and then it's sort of like yeah one and one and three stars there as well it's not it's not that well um reviewed really yes i mean by the people who've done it right okay there was this great review that i saw here manny not one of my friends on goodreads right eon pronounced two stars pronounced yawn <laughs> eon <laughs> eon yawn. yeah that's, that's it good. that's the whole of the review uh, two stars pronounced yawn and i'm that's like that's very good yes that's, that's and now good. I just want to, and I forgot about this because I because I, I finished the book you, like a you, week you ago. You did all this before. I, yeah, I finished the book a week ago and then read like sorry, I abandoned this book a week ago and then thought other people are thinking the same thing here as well. Yeah, I'm going to read Leo Robertson's review. He read this in 2017, two star review. He says, "Here's a parody of the male written sci-fi I abandoned." <laughs> so again, yeah. someone else abandoned. Yeah. They looked upon a very important object. It had lines and was a colour. She reached out and touched a thing. Wow, said Russian Democratic Federal Leader of the Military Defence of the Milky Way leader, Tessa Barishnikov. There's a hole on this end and the other. That's right, said NATO official Chinese Democracy of the International Order Space Division, 3rd Division Demilitarized Anti-Gravity Chief, Steve Zhaolong. So that must mean the Schwarzfield theory of antimatter propulsion holds up in two dimensions for periods of time significant enough for the five of the string theory's folded dimensions to balance out. Allowing, other person, allowing for the former owners of this vessel to travel across the universe using their own feet as a vector. Is this a novel or a fucking astrophysics lecture, she said, exposing her breasts. I catch on quick. It's bizarre, right? He said, taking out his hard prick. We all seem to reach the conclusions about this stuff around us based on very little evidence. As far as Leo can see, it seems to him that the author just makes us discover what he wants to be the case at an unnatural rate so he doesn't sacrifice pacing. Like, what did he say about that thing? It has two holes in it? Maybe that wasn't even significant. What else is even in this room? They tried to picture it further but had nothing to go on. So instead they had bad, non- uh, sequatorial sex non-sequitor non non non-sequitorial sex followed by an evening of his condescension of her I love that followed by his, an evening of his condescension of her little did he know that she would die tragically and barely understandably only 74 pages later <laughs> I'm awesome. now going to like that review this is that is literally <laughs> what it's like. Thank you very much to Leo Robertson on Goodreads. Thank you, thank you. Because it was, I read that yeah. and I was like, that was the book that I was reading. Yes, yes. Oh, that's amazing. They had <laughs> non-sequitur sex followed by an, e an evening of his condescension <laughs> to her. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. But it's sort of like, is this a novel or an astrophysics lecture? She said, exposing her breasts. Yes. It's bizarre, right? He said, taking out his hard prick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what I, like, that's what the book that's is. The, the that's the book. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like male written science fiction. It's not just male. Uh, like, there's plenty of science fiction which isn't this. Like, yeah, but, I but don't it is informed like, by that. Yeah, it's like, it's not all males, but white males in the 1980s didn't have to write anything better than this yes. to be a, a successful published yeah. award winning invited to guest convent conventions as a no was it fan works, conventions and if this works why would then a woman have to write something different to this do you understand yeah like if this if this is successful yeah 
Well, women can just write the same, exactly the same thing to try to do the same thing. You're saying that now that in the modern world of squeakcore, tall wave squeakcore, that it's now women who dominate this, yeah. and the sex scenes are just as bad, and the the story the storytelling can be just as bad. It's sort of like, oh, if I just write this really bland thing, but put in some weird robot in someone's like a computer in someone's head, someone's head inside a computer, change some pronouns, and you know, have someone kick ass, and at the end, someone gets a superpower and you're like and we're done and you're like you are now <laughs> nominated for a nebula and yeah, a hugo yeah, award yeah, and you're yeah. like oh yeah when something fits in with the zeitgeist and is and is there and it's good enough again i'm not saying that i don't want anything progressive yeah. and i, I want wouldn't uh, kind of yeah. compare it no, kind but I'm of that. that at the it's yeah and i mentioned this to be for you before at the moment it's fantastic that we're at a place that if you're a woman author and you just fit in with the zeitgeist yeah. you can be successful and and get nomination award yeah. nominations yeah. and men now have to do much harder work to get the nominations of the american science fiction awards yeah many are the ones having to actually like do something special and like break out of of like the female dominant which is interesting again not i wouldn't say one is better than the other in fact i do think the female dominated is better than the male dominated just because when we get to the sex scenes i'm like like with when women are writing it i i don't know it's one of those things that again to come back to this book there's a lot less of the questioning in my head uh, uh, like is this a rape scene or not? Like, I have a lot less of that when it's women writing sex scenes. Yes. But even so, it's like one of those things where I'm sort of like, oh, at least I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But also, mm, uh, quite a high I, I, level of mediocre science fiction some... throughout even the ni- mid-80s and the mid-2020s. Yes. And I'm not saying some women writing sex scenes is much better. In, no, in no, no. Some so of the sex like scenes really that I've like, read of recent oh. books, I'm still a bit like, okay, this is not my... Se-. Yeah, that one where they're sort of like, and she gave him a sexy massage, starting with his feet and working his way up the body. I'm like, no, don't start. Like, you haven't had a shower. Don't start at the feet. Start at, like, the, the kissing the lips and then work your way down. Don't start at the feet and work your way up. You're weird. Rebecca Rowan Horse, what are you doing? I don't find that sexy. That's weird. Don't start with the feet. Again, nothing wrong about foot fetishes. It was a situation where she's all like, and I'm going to do a sexy massage and wash, starting on the feet. I'm like, okay, you're starting from the dirtiest part of the body and but if working you're towards the genitals? At, yeah, but if you're washing it at the same it time. I don't know. It wasn't well enough described anyway, for me not to go. Anyway, yeah, weirdly, starting with the feet. Anyway, okay, sure, go for it. How did, I, you, I read how these, did you know that his, his key? I read these, um, these, these, these uh, romancy, uh, astro-romance weird books. They had some... I don't mind. Again, it's okay to have sexy, it's diffi- sexy it's diffi- space. It's different to this. Uh, it, it definitely Calculating is. stars. Get ready for my rocket launch. Here it comes, counting down in three, ah, two, ah, one. We have ignition. Or whatever I was meant to be listening to. <laughs> and that was the author reading it. I'm like, whoa. Stop it! <laughs> okay, we're now we're detracting Stop from it. from Greg Bear, Eon, that oh, you didn't yeah, yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Greg Bear, that's... mediocre two thousands writer, and it just goes to show, like, no, sorry, mid mid nineteen eighties author. It just goes to show that most of the science fiction that we read now, like most of it. Mm isn't going to hold up in 30 years time we're going to look back at this Mm. and once like again if we think that we're settled with all the social stuff and the political stuff and the ism all of the isms if we think we're sorted now if we think we're settled and we're doing good enough now greg bear thought he was being like oh yeah i've got a female main character and some of my characters are like half chinese and there's racial diversity and you're like great racial diversity oh wait a second no 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 not that kind of racial diversity Mm -hmm. and anyway when you um 
when you're looking at it that way, you think now no, only of course not. Like of all the books that I've reviewed that have come out in the last 15 years, maybe five or six of them are going to spend, stand the test of time yeah. and still be a good book in 30 years time or whatever, 40 years time. Yeah, but that's They're going to be rare. But that's normal. It, most of these books aren't going to hold no. up. And if they do hold up, it'll be like the quirk of history. It's like, oh, yeah, remember when everyone was playing with pronouns and they're all the wrong pronouns? Because now we've settled on, I don't know, whatever set of pronouns there are. We've had sort of like some more advances here and social yeah. advances there and science advances there and stuff like yeah. that. And you're like, you read back and even like the books that I'm giving five stars to, you're like, you go, wow, there's a lot of problematic stuff in book I don't know, Nine Fox Gambit or uh, whatever the books are, yeah, you know, yeah. the books that I have, I really enjoyed and some of my favourite books, they're the ones that are going to be like, ooh, ooh, problematic. I don't know what it is and now. We don't know that yet. Or maybe I do, but I don't, again, it's not, it doesn't affect me. It, it falls below the level of notice, yes. if you know what I mean. Yes. You have to be like... Um, I can't, remember what, I can't remember what I was reading before and someone said something and then they're like, is this person talking about this and is it their right to use this analogy or only people? And I was like, good reads, authors, you know, get get take a rest. And then I'm like, oh, in 30 years time, I'm going to be on the wrong side of selling some good read authors or whatever. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like some comments on a Tor.com article. Right. And over on Tor.com, it's all the people who are like woker than thou people. Like it's sort of like it's a competition to be the most possible woke. You know what I mean? Please and don't use it that way. Like, no, but it's you know like, what I mean? Uh... It's like it's like, again, anything taking to the they might be the right level of woke for 30 years time. But now when nobody is allowed no, to I make mean, an the, analogy, just don't use this word. I can't. What, I can't yeah. But there is no other word no, for but it. It's, no, but it is. These people are not trying to be this kind of what okay, was they are trying coined. to be. They are trying to be the most possibly political correct and inoffensive and only use the right language and everything. And I agree with the whole stance. Yes. But also, we have to live in the real world of 2020 or 2023 or whenever this when whenever this article was written and whenever people started commenting. I don't even remember what it was, so I, I can't talk about the examples of it. But that the first comment, that the only thing that they had to say was picking out like three words or like one analogy that somebody had used yeah. and was picking out and saying, ah, are you on the right side of this? Yes. And they're like, well, and that's, I think that's the issue. Yeah, that's so what I'm if, saying. If you're it, pointing it, your finger saying you are on the wrong side. No, no, it wasn't because... even that. It was like questioning is sort of like, what is the race, like what is the racial background or, or social, like cultural background of this author? I don't know what it is. Yes. I need to make sure that I can even value what this person is saying. Yeah. And I don't know how much I can value them until I know their race. And by knowing their race, I'll know that they're allowed to use this analogy, which is based on this other culture or yeah. not. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yes. when you get to that point, I'm like, yeah, but that's the world that we live in now that we're all trying to better. Now we're all yes. trying to be better. And yeah. everything that we do now, yeah. making people like not be allowed to just write things or say things for fear of always being questions about it is actually, I think, again, this is a political statement for me. It, it kind of denies people the right to write stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. everybody, everybody in the world in 30 years time, we're going to look back and go, wow, everybody was messed up in some way. Yeah. And it's going to be about degrees, but we Absolutely. have to allow each other think, to be messed as, up in some ways. I think as soon as we acknowledge all that, yeah. that I'm, I'm, I'm racist and, yeah. uh, and, and some of my we're all views, to a certain degree. Yes. And, uh, and so uh, that is the important thing is that we, that we acknowledge yeah. this self-acknowledging of uh, us not completely you can't be completely inclusive you can't be completely yeah. 
just accepting everybody as they are you will have certain traits of categorizing people yeah. that is literally just what humans, humans do, do. Yeah. Uh, so yes we, we can't really do that but otherwise yeah this is about this book Greg oh, this Bear was meant Eon, to be a short this was meant to be a short to be a 10 minute it was meant to be a short promise i'm so sorry for using the word woke I didn't mean it pejoratively. No, I I'm know. saying but the activity. I to, yeah, yes, the activity no, I, I, of it. I understand, but I hated when when the, when people like you and and uh, in the right mind and what yeah. we are trying to do yeah. use this because it is made into a prerogative. No, pejorative. Pejorative. Yes. And it is made into this term. No, no, I didn't mean it to be that way. I I'm know. saying the and activity is, of, of. I understand. Of, uh, uh, I understand what you uh, what you mean, and this is why like I want competitive you to... wokeness is what I have an issue with. Not people being woke or thinking being woke is a is a good thing. I think it is a good thing, but I just don't think this term is the is is a term to be used in this yeah, context. But also, that's, that's the only a... term it's the only term that we've got. Unfortunately, that's the thing. Like, oh. what's the other term of saying um, striving to be politically correct and inclusive in every situation? That's it. But woke is the word that's been attached to that. And you know I hate I mean? it. Exactly. Because it's like it's, in German, we have the, the term Gutmensch. Yeah. Which is, uh, has been termed by the right wings. Yeah. And right that's now a bad people. thing for them. And that's now, it's, me it's meant to be a derogative. No, what's the word? Derogative. No. It's yeah, meant sure. to be. Pejorative? A, derogatory? A, a really. A, oh, you're, a you're mixing pejorative and derogatory. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. So it's meant to be yeah, no, coining a, a term that's meant to be uh, bad. But in like uh, no, yeah. I am a, a, a good a good man. Yeah, 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 that's like, the thing. You know, and that's the, so. But that's the I thing. don't want to use this word in this in this. But sense. I don't have any like people say. Oh, social justice warrior, or you know, what's the other one? Uh, like Snowflake. virtual virtual signaling and things yeah. like that. Yeah. All of these words exist because there's there is a thing that yeah. somebody has wanted to label, yeah. and unfortunately, the label can then have negative or positive connotations. But there's still a thing there that humans felt needed at least one person yeah. needed a word yes. so when someone said to me oh you're virtual sig virtue signaling like in this podcast when i talk about political correctness yes. or i say that oh yeah i for two years i managed i made sure i always read 50 percent yeah. male 50 percent female yeah again you could say that's virtual signaling but i don't think it's virtual signaling because this is what the podcast is about yeah. this podcast is about society and it's about the reflection of society through science fiction yeah so when science fiction is talking about society society that's all i've got that's all i can talk about like i'm gonna talk about pronouns i'm gonna talk about gender inclusion i'm gonna talk about that kind of stuff because in the end that's what this book is and when i read a book from the 1980s science fiction wasn't about those things yeah. it was about like oh cold war anxiety and is there going to be a nuclear holocaust and my my version or like this is the authors in the 1980s 1980s authors version of you know inclusivity is to have a female character in the book yes who is hispanic or whatever like and she's that. really good at what she does and she's the best in the world that she is and she's a, and she's a woman and yeah she's from puerto rico actually i can't remember but where where is her family is from you know yeah. there's this there's re like this is he's, he's trying really hard yeah um but it, the the racism is still there you know like yeah, it's, it's, the, it's... The, the 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 racist undertones still come out but again it's not it, and it's not like negative racism it's just there it's like it's, in, yeah. inescapable racism that's and just sexism. part of us and is this person a rapist or not and why are they the main character yeah anyway let's wrap it up one star 
should we just say, oh yeah, if you want me to read a book, go over to goodreads.com, become my friend and message me. Or even better yet, go on to the SFBRP listener group on goodreads.com. It's uh, and there's a thread called books I would like to see reviewed. Yeah. If you put something in there and other people say, yes, check it out, I will get to it. Unless you haven't already read it. And maybe. if I've already read it, yes. You can also go to sfbrp.com and see the episode list. It's really clear. And you there's... also should do that. Yes, so I should don't... do that. Because <laughs> on the previous book, I was like, this is the first book by Adam Roberts I've ever read. And someone says, no, you read 50 Trillion Leagues Under the Sea. And I'm like, you're right. This is the second Adam Roberts. <laughs> so I did a whole review about an Adam Roberts book, thinking it's the first novel I read by him. And it turns out seven years ago, I read a different novel by Adam Roberts, but just forgot about it. Didn't even, didn't even look him up on the page where on I can... Your own I, on my own page, which list every episode and i can click sort by author didn't even look him up there right uh yes email me look at juggler.net otherwise that's it for me thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time goodbye